WYPR is here to keep you connected to your community. And as our communities change amid the coronavirus pandemic, that connection is more important than ever before. Member support makes it possible. And if you can, we hope you'll help us out. If you're a sustaining member, consider increasing your monthly pledge or become a new member with a first-time gift. Come to WYPR.org and click the donate link. And thanks. Hello, everyone. Podcast land. It's been a while since I've been here. My name is Theo Hill. Welcome back to the program of One Day at a Time in Recovery in Baltimore, a podcast where I talk one-on-one with other folks like me who are dealing with their own addiction and recovery. I have a very distinguished guest today, and her name is Mary. And um, first question is... Um, how did all of this begin? A little bit about your background. I guess <laughs> the best way to start is with the fact that my family was not exactly um, what everybody would say was normal. Um, my both of my parents um, drank, but I wouldn't classify them as like normal alcoholics. Um, the thing that really stuck out for me in growing up was that we had a lot of tragedy in um, our family. My mom had tuberculosis twice, once when I was like a year old and she was in the hospital for a year, which um, impacted me greatly. And again, when I was eight, um, and my brother, who was, uh, I only had two siblings and my brother was the oldest. He was born with spina bifida, so he required a lot of um, attention. So I was the third of three children and I always kind of felt like I got lost in the shuffle but um you know I felt like I always did well in school but um nobody really noticed and um when I turned uh like I started hitting like 12 years old and um me and my friends started experimenting with drugs. It wasn't like I did it a little bit. It was, you know, I um, I went head first. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think it was in part because I think I, I always suffered from depression and drug addiction, both. And I know that now. I didn't know it then. Right. And uh, it took me until I was in my 30s to realize that I have um, both of those diseases, drug addiction and, you know, uh, major depressive disorder. I don't know, you know, which came first, but I definitely have both. When I started using drugs, um, it wasn't just a little bit... um, we were doing a lot of pills, and I overdosed, you know, a, a year and a half after I started using. And So the disease progressed? Quick. Yeah, yeah. very quickly. And um, even after I overdosed, 
and almost died. Nobody talked about anything back then. Right, right. Um, and in my mind, you know, my 14-year-old mind, I just thought, I just can't do that drug combination anymore, mm-hmm. you know? And um, I just wanted to get out of feeling the way I felt. And, um, you know, I was insecure. I was, um, it wasn't like I felt bad about myself. I didn't. You know, I had lots of friends. We were having fun. And, um, you know, it wasn't like a, you know, I didn't have ill feelings about myself. I, I think it was depression, but, you know, we were having fun. And the fun went on for quite some time. Mm-hmm. But um, it was always that something inside just just wasn't right. I met my um, future husband using shortly after that. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, we did have a good time for a while. And um, it continued like that until responsibilities got serious. Right. Life starts showing up. Yeah. Life starts showing up and when you bring children into the picture and you have a drug habit, you can't mix the two. And um, my father-in-law is a physician and I was working for him and um, I was writing bad prescriptions. Mm-hmm. And uh, I never got caught per se, but uh, you know they threatened to take our kids away, and that was like the main thing that uh, really perpetuated us to stop mm-hmm. and um, seek some help. So that was back in the '80s. So um, you were kind of like forced in recovery. No, nobody forced us. You just made a decision that was the best thing to do uh, well you know it was either you know stop using and and or you know or have you know our children they were little too um yeah my in-laws probably would have done something with our kids but um you know we didn't want anything like that to happen so um and I, I didn't, my husband's six years older than me, I um, I didn't take the suggestion or the, you know, I didn't say, oh, okay, I'll do the right thing right away. Right. It wasn't all that easy. And and having a, have a pill habit wasn't, you know, it was physical, mental, everything. It wasn't that easy. Um, I ended up um, taking a, a a road trip to Florida for like six weeks. Mm-hmm. And, um, I husband got clean first, and then I, it took me six weeks later. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. And then I decided to do what I needed to do, and um, yeah, I took some suggestions and. Uh, for the first time in my life, took some direction from some people that knew a lot more than I did about how to live life on life's terms, mm-hmm. which I I didn't know. All right, so you started taking some suggestions. Um, did you start participating in your own recovery? Definitely, I got 
sponsor, got a home group, and uh, it was kind of a new fellowship back then. I uh, wasn't really big in Baltimore, and um, but it was it was great, and um, kind of knew a lot of the people, and uh, you know started going to meetings every night, and um, it was. It was like nothing I had ever done before in my life. Um, and great things started happening for me personally, inside and outwardly. Mm-hmm. Um, we eventually bought a house. We had been living, renting a house in Hamden mm-hmm. from uh, my in-laws. We ended up buying a house in Catonsville which was nice and then I had actually uh, graduated from uh, a two-year private college and um, I got a good job and um, was doing really well and had a third baby and life was you know it couldn't have been any better Mm. And um, it's it's hard to explain. It wasn't just like one thing right. wrong. Um, a lot of little things along the way. Um, having three children, having a lot of responsibility, having a full time job, and you know a lot of just a lot of responsibility. Um, personally caused me um, physically and mentally uh, some issues. Mm -hmm. So, um, like, I couldn't go to as many meetings as I wanted to anymore. Um, You know, having three children going in eventually in three different directions and working full-time was a lot and um I used to get migraines when I was younger and as I was older and stress became you know more prevalent in my life I started getting migraines again and uh the stress you know I I went to the doctors and you know it's hard to it's hard to deal with stress so um without taking medication and um eventually uh you know i started taking some medication Mm -hmm. and not going to as many meetings and i wasn't talking to a sponsor as much and long story short i relapsed and um it led to almost a 20-year relapse. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, everything went. <laughs> um, the nice house, the nice job. Um, my older children, the boys had were already in college, but my daughter was not. Um, she um, was a teenager, but still, she was greatly impacted I, but well, both my husband and I both relapsed. Right. And like I said, it wasn't one thing. It wasn't just because I started getting stressed out. It was, you know, a lot of different things that contributed to it. 
and I can't really tell you, you know, one, two, three, what mm. contributed to it, but it was a lot of things. Um, but uh, we went from all that to I found myself one day with my family not talking to me, mm-hmm. no place to live. And then, uh, you know, I was, you know, taking a lot of prescription pills and drinking and came back, ended up coming back home, thank God. Mm-hmm. And um, my husband divorced me. So, you know, it was hell. Um, and when I came back home, I lived with my oldest son for a little while. And then um, for about 10 years was on methadone programs and uh, pain management. Mm-hmm. And um, I never thought I'd get clean again. I wanted to get clean again and had gone to meetings and I just figured it just wasn't possible for me. I'd gotten back together with my husband mm-hmm. and uh, our ex-husband and um, I knew, I still knew a lot of people from the, from meetings, but you know, I just never felt a part of, which is something really important. Mm-hmm. But I still felt like I was on the outside looking in. So. Um, Every month, I would, at this point, like a couple years ago, I was, um, every month I'd go to the doctor and get my monthly supply of, um, you know, pills for pain, and uh, I went, and um, (laughs) the DEA and FBI were there, Mm. (laughs) and uh, they shut the doctor's office down, and I needed to say I was a little upset. Yes. So I had a decision to make. <laughs> I could uh, either go downtown and cop what they were selling downtown, which was fentanyl crap, mm-hmm. or do something different. And um, so I started looking around to maybe detoxing. I went into a um, hospital and they kept me for three days mm-hmm. and um, gave me medication and after three days I went home sick as a dog mm-hmm. and um, and started over and at um, 57 years old mm-hmm. feeling like I've never felt before really bad um, and withdrawal. So you're going through the pains of withdrawal? Bad. Yeah. As my husband says, the piper must be paid. Yeah. <laughs> I was paying. Yes. I was paying. Um, it took like a month. Mm-hmm. But I, within like four or five days, I started going to meetings again. I got a new sponsor and started following direction again. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that was like 20 months ago. And I have a life again that I never thought possible. Fantastic. Bye. Congratulations. Thank you. So you going on two years back of being clean. Fantastic. Yep. yep. I'm a little upset sometimes that I waited, but, uh, you know, what can I do? 
All you can do is live life today and make the best of it. That's right. right. Yes. I'm just grateful I'm, I, I made it this far. I didn't die. Through, through the grace of God. Yep. Yes. Yep. And I try to remain grateful. Mm-hmm. Had three great children and uh, an ex-husband, I guess you would say, or whatever you want to call him, that uh, waited for me. It'll be 44 years this year that we've been together. Congratulations. It's a hell of a long time. I can't believe it. Hell of a long time. That's a blessing. Yes. Yep. I would like to thank Mary for sharing her story on this episode of One Day at a Time in Recovery in Baltimore. I would like to thank you for listening. I'm Theo Hill. Let's talk again soon.